Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss our rapid read, Artificial Condition, which is the second book in the Murder Bot Diary series by Martha Wells and was published in 2018. The plot for this novella was Murderbot has run away from the team it protected in order to learn more about its past. In the process, it helps a new group of individuals that have had their discoveries stolen by the company they were working for. But does the desire to learn about its past potentially hinder Murderbot's ability to protect its new team? And we might sound a little bit different this week because we are doing this remotely. Um, why? What's wrong, Sarah? Nothing. Okay, well, you were like, I thought I had said something wrong or something. No, I was reading a news article. Oh! I mean, I was paying a lot of attention. (laughs) Did you want to share with the class or not share with the class? Oh, it was just uh, a UPS driver died after collapsing in the heat a day after his birthday, and he was 24, so... Mm. Not really a happy story. Oh, no, no, I wasn't expecting by the look on your face, considering I thought I had fucked something up. No, just more bad Great news, news in life. All right, so. On that note. On that note. I feel like you guys make fun of me for saying that. Um, what did you guys think of this short story? I liked it. I was gonna say, don't don't all jump in at once. <laughs> it's usually easier to tell who you're expecting an answer from when we're all together because your okay. head faces that person. So yeah, <laughs> I just sit there silently until I'm cued. Okay. <laughs> so, Sarah, what did you think of this story then? I like it. I feel sure? like you cut off Kim though because she was like, "No, it's all right. I liked it." Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So we have determined that you guys liked it. And I liked it too. So oh, <laughs> you gave I'm not gonna say what you gave it on Goodreads <laughs> because that would be just a spoiler, but <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. It has I art. Did. Art's the best. Art was awesome. Does art come back later? yes yay oh good i will say art was like my favorite thing of the entire thing like so far art is the character that i've liked best um which i'm sure says something to you and i's dynamic sarah but (laughs) (laughs) too funny sure i mean i also like art quite i'm not sure if i like art or murder bot better they're both my favorites but she's saying she's art and you're murder bot (laughs) Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> I, I can relate to art. <laughs> you can relate to a giant sentient transport ship. <laughs> it has cares for people as opposed to, you know, not caring and jumps and, in to help when necessary. <laughs> and she filters the world for you so that you can understand it. Because, yeah. Pop on your favorite things when you're like close to panicking to distract you. <laughs> uh, no, none of these things are relatable for me. I, I don't know why I would like relate to art at all. I'm sorry. I can't find a good angle for my computer because I didn't want to pull out the tray. And I just keep seeing my chin. Um, so, 
I liked art and I'm glad to hear, even if it is a spoiler that art is coming back, but I kind of assume so. We do have um, to get to network effect though. So I don't know if we're, are we, I don't know, are we going that far? Cause that's the fifth one or the sixth one. If you're going in order of time, chronological. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. She right. published, um, yeah, she published novella after Network Effect, but it technically takes place before Network Effect. So we're doing and the Network first Effect three. is the book. Book, yeah. So we're doing the first three. Then we're taking a bit of a pause, and then we will be coming back to it. Um, and that's because I want to make sure we set up the last one to two novellas to take place before the book at a point when we decide we're doing the book. Okay, okay. is that acceptable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. It'll be spoilery. Okay, well, that's how we're doing it. Whether it be a couple of months from now or what have you, we will figure it out. Um, okay, so we have determined we liked art. And how did you guys feel about Murderbot in this one? Uh, Sorry. Still continue to like Murderbot a lot. Okay. <laughs> I liked Murderbot's progression in this one. He, it, oh, I got all messed up with the genders because I convinced myself it was an it. And then I listened to the audiobook and um, that put a gender. Oh, on the voice. It. Yeah, on it for me. So now my brain's all trippy because in my brain, the gender is she. The yeah, audiobook. That. Yeah, in the audiobook, the gender is male. But in the writing of the book, it's an it. So yeah, I'm having a hard time with that. More than my typical hard time with uh genders. Oh, oh so the narrator is male. <laughs> yeah. I thought the narrator was female. So nope, narrator's male. You identify with it being female. Narrator right. for the audio is male, but it's written as an it. Okay, cool. I needed to process that's that. what i just said <laughs> i know but i had to process it because i was expecting you to say the narrator was female and so i didn't i was waiting for that i didn't process um i will say well, okay i'm curious in the audiobook does it sometimes use tear as a pronoun it should in this it book. did it did okay. it 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 what it, who is tear because I was trying. Tear, you know what? The first time I read it, I looked it up. Tear is another version of they, them, there. Okay. But who identified as Tear? Rami. Rami is Okay, because at one point they refer to Rami as she, I thought. But maybe I'm mistaken. No, there were two females. Okay. So there was Tapan and Mara were female. And then Rami is Tersera is what Murderbot identified Tara's um and then so the one that was tear was always Rami then who was I could have sworn there was a he him uh no I I could not there was I don't know maybe there was an edit issue on the digital copy or something but I could have sworn because at one point I was like tear and I was like okay so this is a pronoun I'm like I'm not sure who this pronoun is assigned to I think I missed that and I was trying to track it and it was using tear 
And then suddenly who I thought was being tear was being used for was he him. And I was like, okay, so maybe it's this person who was actually tear and I mixed it up. And then that person was she, her. And then there was another she, her. And I'm like, is tear a group thing? Are they collectively tear? I could not tell. So, okay. Can, can we pause and you go get your freaking cat? Cause she's throwing a temper tantrum. I can barely hear her. I mean, I'm just going to leave it recording and I'll edit this part okay. out. Okay. Or you guys can keep talking while I retrieve her. So funny because this, ex when, when Murderbot goes in and, and meets them the first time, that's exactly where I switched to the, to oh, the, um, yeah. So I'm like looking at it. So it's Rami, there's Tappan and Morrow. Tay shifted nervously and tapped the empty chair. The only male characters Nothing. I can remember are the dude who gives murder very and maybe some random security guards. Yeah, I don't, I just know that when I finally noticed the tear use, I was then trying to make sure I had it assigned to the correct person. And at that point, there's something in the writing that messed up my ability to figure out who it was assigned to. Yeah, they they because I'm like I was just saying there I'm right in that section. They vote most. Tear is most definitely Rami, and there is a her she, in referring to Tappan. Um, but Morrow, it's 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 vague. As in, it's it's just it's not coming up in the writing that I'm at right now. Morrow threw a look around and said. But Sarah's really good at this stuff. I'm sure what Sarah is saying is oh, absolutely yeah. true. I just Two were female and one was Tercera, which was a gender signifier used in the group of non-corporate political entities known as the Devardi Cluster on page 62. Okay. I, like I said, I, I just, I was having difficulty with that. So I wanted to clear it up, particularly because it might help other readers. Daenerys, could you not rub against the microphone? Thank you. But I did find the, the, the tear interesting. Um, I liked it. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny because at the same time I'm reading another book. Um, and in there, the narrator starts out by saying, in my culture, there are seven sets of pronouns. And that I actually had no problem with, but they, they spent time like saying, you know, which clearly they said here that they explained why it's tear. Um, I just didn't catch that. But in there, there's like seven pronouns. So they have ba, ka, he, her, it, like, like, and that's only four of them. I can't remember what the rest are. But yeah, anyways. Not the other thing too. Oh. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say the other thing too is that they do use tear like as it him or her, but just like he or she is T. So maybe that's why when you're reading it. It just like, I don't know. It didn't necessarily process. I noticed T too. I was just oh. referring to tear because it was like the easiest one to, at least for people listening to hear the difference. Because if I say T, it just sounds like, like, like drinking tea. It's <laughs> like, what is this hand motion? <laughs> you know, T, T, T. Um, so no. You drink tea? 
<laughs> just dunk it over the top of my head. No. <laughs> uh, so I was using tear because that was the only one that I knew like would be clear as I what see. I was addressing. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that confused me a little bit, but I think I just happened to pick a really weird time to notice it and track it because I didn't catch it when they first introduced it. I was not super observant at the beginning there. <laughs> um so what do you think of that group they're fine um i thought they their story was kind of interesting but um, i don't they're not one of the more memorable groups when i think of like the Murderbot diaries stories um but i mean Especially because you don't really get a whole lot about them. You just know they're trying to get their data back from their shitty boss or whatever who also wants to kill them, <laughs> as one obviously would. Um, so I didn't want to see them die, but like, you know, that was about the most investment I had in their storyline was like, I just want them to be okay <laughs> at the end of this. See, that's funny because in comparison to the first group, I found this group as a whole more engaging. Um, because they were like a family unit. Uh, they were in a relationship from, am I understanding that correctly? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and while I found doctor, I cannot even remember the name. Interesting. Benson. The rest, yeah. The rest of the previous group didn't really like. There were also a lot me. of them. Yeah. There were more of them. You didn't really see them interacting with each other so much. Murderbot was usually blocking them out when they yeah. were interacting. So this was the first time Murderbot was interacting with them as if it was a human. Um, so you do get more of it paying attention to them and interacting in different ways with humans. Which I, I liked better. So, so far between the two groups, I, I actually liked this group better. And I liked watching Murderbot struggle with how to handle humanity in this one because in the previous one it was i'm going to tell them what to do what not to do and either they're not got, they're going to not do it or do it i think i got my negative it's all right go forward <laughs> um well as this one murder bot had to treat it as if they were a person part of the group and they didn't get to give just definitive answers they had to like explain its choices and then risk the fact that these people turned around and one of them did not listen to it it stayed <laughs> um which i liked because murder bot did not anticipate it doing that them doing that so i don't know i found it more interesting yeah certainly a different set of challenges um and of course, being treated as a person was definitely because I mean, it got that obviously in the first book where it was really caught off guard by these mm -hmm. people, what they were doing. And now it's like, it kind of has to just go with it because mm -hmm. it's trying to be, you know, come off as a human. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I enjoy Murderbot's entire evolution over the <laughs> course of these books. Um, and this is oh. definitely one of my well, it, because art's in there, it's one of my favorites, other than like <laughs> all systems, red and network effect, artificial okay. condition is the third one. 
in my favorites. So I found this one, um, the story with the humans to be really superficial. And I, I really, I wanted to be much more into what Murderbot was discovering. Um, but we only get that small snippet of being at the port and, and getting information there. And then everything goes forward again. And, and we don't get a lot, we don't get to delve into um, what happened there. I actually thought this storyline was the next book. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot this one. Um, this, <laughs> this step, because the, there's steps in these stories and, and yeah. they're short stories. And ultimately they all go together. And, and it seems to me going to be turning because I've, I've only read part of the next one. So this is as, this is as far as I've gone in, in full. Um, so they all seem to be actually building to one big story. And then we get, you know, the final I'm not the final book, but the book. And um, you're going to say the final boss. No, no. <laughs> and so, but I felt that this one was a little, little superficial, but it's not horribly long either. So it's, it's only going to be so much yeah, in depth. I did. So I was kind of torn on, on that aspect. I did like the fact that it produced a conflict of interest for Murderbot that set them up to semi-fail, I'd say. Uh, they made mistakes because they were focused on their intent rather than, or its intent, sorry, rather than focusing on its team it was supposed to be hired for. And even says it at one point. Um, but yeah, then we get to the outpost where it happens and some information is kind of dropped in our laps for us and then just walked away from. And I'm like, Really? Really? You found this information? You have it processed that you possibly were the only bot that didn't turn? No, I think it turned. Oh, see, I, I was wondering if, or well, I mean, you've read it. <laughs> right, but I don't actually know. I don't remember if you get more detail on that because like... Oh, okay there's not really a way that I remember Murderbot being able to access that information because it's all been wiped. But what okay. I interpret it as, and that's why it's, it is a shame that you don't get a lot of detail because I actually had forgotten kind of about the Ganaka pit, uh, pit incident entirely. Um, but, oh fuck, what was I just saying? Um, I don't know. All I can hear is Danny in the background. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you just learned that every single unit that was connected to sex system went berserk, basically, when that file was malware was uploaded to them. Um, and so the only bots not affected were the comfort units. Um, and so, yeah, Murderbot was totally involved in that. Um, and it probably got damaged and then it was fixed and wiped and just uh, sent on its way. Oh, see, I was pondering or wondering if it was actually going to be the opposite of that, as if they had actually potentially hacked beforehand, so they weren't fully connected, and so they actually ended up helping or trying to put down the other sec units and got damaged in the process. Yeah, I think, though, that Art had kind of pointed out that if its governor module had been hacked at that point, they would have noticed when they brought it in because they so. wiped their memories um so it's it's more tragic in the sense that like 
the comfort units, which didn't even have to do anything, they still tried mm -hmm. to stop it from happening and then they all got destroyed because they weren't built to fight. To fight, to fight. or going. Yeah. So that's, that was like the most tragic part for me. It's just like Murderbot reviewing their little record of them going off and trying and then cutting yeah. out one by one. Although it was also confusing because then at the same time we have the sex bot in this one who was fighting? Uh, well, not very well. Okay. I mean, it, it has not very well. Body, and because so it can fight like a normal human, it's just not built with like weapons in the arms. Okay. Stuff, it was a weird, like, like well, yeah, and, and, and it wasn't parallel, choosing like... to fight. It was being ordered to fight. Oh yeah. No, I know that, but it was, it was still like a weird, like we were given this information about how the comfort bots tried to protect the humans, but couldn't. And then we turn around less than three, four pages later, and this sex bot is being told to fight. To kind of does want to kill all the humans. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it was like this weird like parallel between the two that I was like, I don't like. I don't know if like this is setting up for something more in the future. I don't know if I'm missing something or if this is just not as well thought out as I was anticipating this author to do. So. I think ultimately my interpretation of it is we're getting ideas of sentience in these, uh, in these different bots, no matter what type of bot they are, but then they have this governor module that's controlling their ability to be sentient. Um, I don't know if I'm right on that, but that's, that's kind of the interpretation I get on it is, is there, they all seem to be quite aware of, what they're doing and what they're not doing. And, and if they are given too much leeway, they start to have thoughts that maybe not coinciding what humans want for, from them. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I get what I get from it kind of, um, and again, I'm not even, I don't think this is spoiling anything because I honestly do not remember the next like book or two until Network Effect. Um, <laughs> I remember it vaguely, like I remember certain characters, but the actual storyline that it's pushing along I, is not coming to mind right now. But mm -hmm. when it goes into, well, I, yeah, this might actually be kind of shown in one of the next books too. It's just that like the constructs, and even Art, who is not a construct, but um, just a bot, just a really sophisticated bot. Um, it's just kind of showing how all of these artificial intelligences, intelligences, that's a word, yeah. Um, sure. I like it. Uh, how they have, like even, how they all have like their own, they're almost like humans because they all have their own personalities. Um, and some of them have compassion, like the comfort units, which tried to help, even though they weren't directed to, um, or due to other circumstances, they might have resentment, like the other sex bot, um, which I think both times that I've read this book, or all three times, I don't remember how many times I've read it. Every time I read this book, I always expect the bad sex bot to be like one of the surviving comfort units from the pit instant but none of those comfort units survived um yet every time i'm always expecting that and i'm always surprised i'm like why does it want to kill everyone it's a completely different individual 
yeah, yeah it does set up that kind of weird like it's following it and i'm like oh it's gonna be one of them and then it's like kill i was like mm, it's no one of incident them. too huh it knew about the incident too which seems strange yeah. if they would normally wipe the memories and all the data so i don't know how it knows about that but um it does I'm sorry what does your shirt say <laughs> it says if i lay here if I just lay here and it's okay. a possum, like the okay. song. Oh, don't give me that look. <laughs> what song? What song? Uh, it's a song that was popular and it always played this chorus. Um, and I heard it all. I didn't actually know the name of it. I think it's, it's either counting cars or chasing cars. And I think the band is. Oh, that is a Snow song Patrol? that I have completely wiped from my memory due to past traumas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I thought it was a ship on your shirt, not a possum, because I couldn't see the full thing. And it looked very Star Warsy ship oh. from like a portion of it. And I was like, if I lay here. I'm like, I wonder what else it says. So I was not expecting Definitely a possum. It is a dead possum. Well, it's a possum. It's got, no, really it's got its, its eyes are X'd out. It might be playing dead. It's a possum. We don't know. Uh, usually oh, X is over eyes. Hi, Sarah. You ready to continue? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so is there any other things that you guys wanted to talk about in regards to the story? I love art. Art is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I liked art. I liked, I liked the relationship between them um, or the dynamic. It's not really a relationship. Um, <laughs> and how they interact and associate with humans on two very different levels. Um, art is almost empathetic while as murder bot tries to avoid emotional connections so and yet it keeps making them and yep. yet it keeps making them i hate the whenever the little comments are made about how the the sec bots are tortured for amusement set against each other for amusement it, it just the last few days have been hard for me in the whole humanity aspect of the fucking world and to be reminded in 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 this book that billions of years into the future when we're all living in space we're still deplorable disgusting human beings that will do anything to amuse ourselves so yeah so <laughs> so, so for context we recorded this before fourth of july after certain Supreme Court decisions came out for anyone just wanting yeah this was before we lost more rights yeah but <laughs> after we lost a, a decent number of them um, as those who identify as female so yeah I I don't know I don't know what I think about the sex bots being used in this I mean like I get the, the purpose that they provide um I do get tired of the need for sex bots or pleasure classes or what have you in science fiction books. Um, 
Well, I was talking about the sec units, not oh, the, the sex s- bots. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about sex. the sex. And because yeah. and, I don't think they were necessarily abused when, when. Yeah, because someone just using you for their own pleasure isn't abusive. But not in the sense that it's not like someone is going is likely to tell a couple of comfort units to like fight each other because they're bored. Yeah. Right. And they don't have all the cool weapons that they can, you know, destroy each other with. Um But yeah, it's it yeah. Either way, both are being forced to be subservient to humanity yeah. and the sense that we need anything to be subservient to us or to force each other to be subservient to each other is exhausting and it is a continued theme with uh science fiction books we can't seem to escape it and so we're well, doomed to I repeat mean, it you're projecting humanity and its behaviors well it would be weird if you didn't have these things especially in like a not great future yeah. like this one it's not a utopia or whatever the galactic equivalent of that would be it's yeah everything is controlled by corporations everything is revolves around money this is most assuredly not star trek yeah no oh yeah i don't know i feel like the timing on this is like i read it but i read it quickly i tried not to focus on those things and then just let them drop out of my brain because i couldn't i i just (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't um this is darker so i I, yeah it it just kind of seems normal (laughs) this this feels like sarah's version of which is uh fighting for female rights (laughs) but we don't Murderbot is just doing its thing, man. No, I know, but like the commentary on humanity in the future for me, sometimes I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't think about how messed up it is. And yet you read fucking Pierce Brown and his everyone is corrupt except for these two characters. Oh, they just got brutally murdered. Look at their guts and blood all over the ground as people like, what book is this? Fornicate atop their corpses. Um, (laughs) I don't remember anyone fornicating atop their corpses. I don't think I didn't get far enough in the Golden Age or Dark Age, whichever one it was, to see if that happened. But I wouldn't be surprised. We're what sitting. book? Red Rising. That oh, series. Okay. okay. Yeah, but I, I read that years ago when, you know, humanity wasn't so exhausting. <laughs> and so it's, I like that one. Um, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I liked it up until he continued the trilogy. (laughs) He should have just left there rather than just take that happy ending and just completely shred it and be like, everything sucks. Why not just commit suicide? Because who would want to even live in that? But anyway. (laughs) We're not reading and discussing those books. We can (laughs) if you want. (laughs) I would rather not ever. Okay. Um, So back to this book. Any other thoughts on it? No, I think so. Okay. It's interesting. These novellas are almost harder to talk about than <laughs> the full length books. Easier to read, harder to talk about. Well, not as much happens. You don't yeah. have Yeah, it's one of the reasons why 
we don't really like short stories, Sarah and I, it's, there's, there's yeah. not a lot of depth to them. I'm pretty much under the impression in my brain that I'm eventually going to turn these into just a book, but <laughs> I'm going to have to see how it develops as the short stories go along to see if, you know, we have the proper development of a story to make all of these one story rather than, I don't even know how many novellas there are before we get five. to the book. Yeah. I think there's five now. Okay. Four before the book, book, and then one after, which technically takes place before. Before, right. So, so I don't know how we'll do that. <laughs> we'll probably read them in chronological order, not publication order. Okay. So, but I mean, like, I also had mentioned this too, back when we were talking about doing Murderbot, how they were short. And so I wasn't yeah. sure how we would do an episode each. But, yeah, but that's but that's the whole point. Is these are shorter episodes. I was just trying to kind of check in to see if there was anything else. Um, for these particular ones, I just I don't have much to to say. It's I don't know. Sometimes with science fiction, I just get tired of science fiction. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It doesn't always feel hopeful, and I think that's that's where my exhaustion is. Is the timing is I don't feel hopeful, and I'm not reading hopeful material. I'm sorry. What about all of your gothic novels or like <laughs> the ones with the women who are oppressed, like the entire fucking book? And then at best, they like manage to escape that situation or somehow they just. What book are you talking about? All of them. <laughs> so I'll I say, as far as is hopefulness, is, is I think because we're supposed to be taking this from Murderbot's perspective. And I think the development of Murderbot's sentience, Murderbot's ability to to throw off its oppressor, which is the corporation, and learn to function in society is actually really quite hopeful. Um, But there's got to be a reality of the fact that people are disgusting human beings. And so I... I, Murderbot would not exist if they were good people. Yeah. They would not be... Oh, I, I get it. I just like, I don't have a lot to add into it because I'm just like, yep, people suck. People suck. We can confirm that. Um, but Murderbot doesn't. And Murderbot is the subject of and these it's books. Like, and not even all people suck because all the people it helps are good people. Good people. So it's like, yes, mm-hmm. some people suck. But for the most part, this is a story about Murderbot. Yeah. But learning itself and... Which I, I, like I said, I like it. I just don't have a lot yeah. to say. Yeah. So um, I do have quotes. Did anyone else have any quotes? I saw the quotes you put on Goodreads. Those are pretty good. <laughs> um, I never really take quotes because I would just end up writing the whole book in my notes um, with maybe like some lines left out. There was one that wasn't so much a quote. It was just um, a paragraph okay. that I really liked because it kind of showed art and Murderbot's dynamic or art. Read it. Oh, it's, I told you it's a paragraph. Oh, man. Go ahead. Okay. I want to hear it. I want to know what it is. Uh, so it was um, back near the beginning. Uh, when they first start kind of to cooperate and it was so we watched world hoppers it didn't complain about the lack of realism after three episodes it got agitated whenever a minor character was killed 
When a major character died in the 20th episode, I had to pause seven minutes while it <laughs> sat there in the feed doing the bot equivalent of staring at a wall, pretending that it had to run diagnostics. Then four episodes later, the character came back to life and it was so relieved we had to watch that episode three times before it would go on. <laughs> so I just really liked that little snippet, that snapshot of two bots interacting, or not two bots, a construct and a bot. Yeah. Know, over humanity's media. <laughs> so my quote, Yes, the giant transport bot is going to help the construct sec unit pretend to be human. This will go well. <laughs> yeah. So I've got three I'm going to share just because I, I cannot pick from between them. So the first one is they made us smarter. The anxiety and depression were side effects. Yeah. Cannot relate to that at all. <laughs> and then, but that seemed pointless. And I felt another wave of, I don't care coming on. Again, cannot relate to that at <laughs> all. That is not the what happens at the beginning of a depressed episode at all. And then uh, humans are nervous of me because I'm a terrifying murder bot. And I'm nervous of them because they're humans. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I like yeah. those. So I could relate to all of those. Murder bot was not wrong. Um, so then we have excitement i think so okay excitement so what's your site ex excitement excitement sarah what was your excitement level five okay kim five um i gave it a three what <laughs> what did I you said say? i gave it a three <laughs> no <laughs> I was gonna say I gave it like a 4.5 art definitely won that 5.5 um I, I don't know that it was quite a five for me okay and then ease of reading Kim five. Oh, five. sorry <laughs> mine was We're a good. five I, as well yeah. <laughs> all right and then emotional reaction rating Sarah five okay Kim um i'm gonna say a 4.5 for the most part it was pretty neutral but again art really like sold that 1.5 the reminders of you know what depression feels like kind of knocked it down though even though i quoted all of those quotes <laughs> <laughs> all right and then kim your overall rating five sarah well, since I'm not allowed to rate it a 10 because it's outside the scale, I guess I'll go with a five. Okay. And I know on Goodreads, I put a four, but I, I'd probably say a 4.5. Oh, wow. How generous of you. Hey, you <laughs> like your, your partial points there. I so. do. It wasn't, it wasn't quite a five. No, kind of, of course not because you didn't cry, but also that's not always a factor. So... <laughs> Also, I don't know that I'd ever reread it again. So, right. <laughs> how could you not reread this again? It's fabulous. Yeah. No, I read it once. Okay. I'm not. I like. I'm not having a super emotional connection to it. So, rereading it again, like, <sighs> wouldn't. That's a shame. Much. You did not. Murder raise bot's your awesome. 
Sarah's judging you for how you raised me. Oh, well, you know, I tried. Yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure you did your best, but I did. So much I you did. Can do. <laughs> I introduced them all to science fiction and only Martin kind of took and then he went full on classic science fiction. And I was just like, holy shit, that is not say- what I was going for. <laughs> I like science fiction. Mm-hmm. I just, it's maybe not my favorite genre and to be fair the problem is is the science fiction you introduced me to was science fiction that people believed was fantasy and so i clung more to the fantasy elements than the science fiction elements mm-hmm. dragon riders of pern elf stones of shannara yeah you know so i went down the fantasy rabbit hole of those as opposed to the science fiction i do love science fiction i love hg wells i love ray bradbury um I like uh, so two the... of them went for the classics. No, no, no. I was gonna say I also like the science horror that we've been doing. Those have been good. I like um the Martian and uh Project Hail Mary. So I like science fiction. It's just not like my go-to, and it usually isn't like a reread, although I have reread Red Rising a couple of times. That's the exception. That's so funny because I, I have premise. certain books that I read every year. What books? Uh, Jurassic Park. When was the last time you read that? I have read Jurassic well, Park. It's, I did like it's, Jurassic Park. It's packed away, so I haven't read it in a while. I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to look at my, well, and then I stopped reading for a long period of time. I'm trying to look at my um, bookshelf. Obviously, um, Dragon's Dawn, I read at least once a year, if not twice a year. Um, when was the last time you read it? Oh, probably about six months ago oh okay i didn't know you'd actually read it six months ago yeah i read it yeah like i said a couple times a year i love it okay jurassic park what else there's other things i can't i just can't make them come to my brain right now and i can't see them on my bookshelf so yeah we'll leave it at that science fiction just isn't usually my go-to for rereading i'm actually Mm -hmm. not it's only within the last year or two that i've actually become a rereader um because i used to not reread it all it was like okay i've read the story i don't want to read it again um so why are you making that face i can't get comfortable no well i think we're done any other last thoughts i don't think so nope okay we all seem like we're a bit tired today i'm very tired (laughs) i don't know if sarah is but i am I'm all right. I'm just uh, vibing. Vibing? Okay. All right. On that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.